This podcast is being recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and acknowledge their ongoing connection to land, waters and culture. Colonization and genocide are still happening in this country to this day. Sovereignty was never ceded and this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hey, hey, welcome back to Ospol Snack Pod, the podcast where two of Australia's foremost political nobodies serve you up bite-sized chunks of Australian news and politics with a side of crispy memes. We are also the official podcast of the Ospol Shitposting Facebook group. My name is Zach Lesnack, and with me for our very last official show of the year, as always, is my friend, my confidant, and permanent gold member of my inner sanctum. Hey, it's me. It's noon. Uh, thanks for coming back once again, Zach. But I think uh, we need to amend our little intro spiel. This week we will be doing Australian memes and memes with a side of politics and news. Um, yeah, it's yeah. we're just talking. Which you know, it's meme in review. We're going to talk about the memes that were, the memes that were 2020. It's not like an official year in review thing where like we're going to try to talk about literally every important political development that happened over the last year because mm. we'd be setting ourselves up for failure instead we're going to go back and talk about some of our favorite posts mm-hmm. from the year just the um, golden content yeah just just the content um before we dive in uh i want to send a big thank you to our latest new patron kate hey kate ooh, 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 ooh. thank you so much for signing up we really appreciate it, and I in particular appreciate it. If you sign up as a patron, you get access to a monthly bonus episode, which will be coming out this week sometime, This uh, the last one for the year. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, how we consume news and what we think about media. So if that sounds interesting to hear us kind of talk about that for an hour, you can hop over to patreon.com forward slash ospolsnackpod, give us one US dollar a month, and we will give you a bonus episode. Plus, for higher amounts, you get other cool stuff. So, yeah. That's Good true. That. That's correct. Uh, should we hop in, Noon? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. So, what was happening in the very first month? Whatever of that month is called. Yeah. Um, it's a bit hard to tell, honestly, because at this point we were still doing thirty-five minute shows with like no fucking notes. Uh, like, yeah. oh yeah. Really... So the context for this, like, we should probably explain how we wrote this episode. Uh, sure. Was... Yeah. 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 To like, we just basically went over all of our like show notes for the last year and looked at all the like shit posts of the week, and then we narrowed it down to like one or two of our favorite shit posts from each month. But yeah, it turns out that like we write quite thorough and detailed notes for the show. Yeah, now. like often we've got like eleven plus pages of notes. It's like yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. But apparently, and like I, <laughs> we both managed somehow to convince ourselves that we've always done that, <laughs> or at least have been doing it way longer than we actually have been. Yeah. Like, we thought like last year, you know, twenty nineteen, we were finding our feet. It was a couple months there, but then like twenty twenty, surely we were like on the top of our game by this point. But no, oh yeah, no, yes, yeah. We go back and look at them. They're just like empty. We're, like there's just tables in like a word document that says, <laughs> "What was the one you said?" The, the one was like racist cop is an ad hole or something like that. Like yeah, that was yeah, the, yeah. It was the only note for one story that you'd made. It was like what the a fuck misspelled is this? cop charged 
for yeah, being was spelt wrong, and then an asshole was also spelt wrong. Yeah, so not really sure what was going on in January. There were some bushfires. There was coronavirus. Uh, couldn't find any fabulous shit posts of the week, but there was this classic moment when the Akaran Affairs reporter was sprayed with a hose. Um, Which rewatching that video today was a real pleasure. And one of the details that I'd missed the first time mm. watching it was that they like. They play the sound from his lapel mic, and right. you can just hear the mic getting actually physically hit with water, which is just, like, it's yep. so good. Um, I don't think we put this in the notes, but later on as well, there was that time Scott Morrison was doing a presser, and some legend came out and was like, can you get off the lawn, please? Just reseated <laughs> that. Uh, which was is like January? Six- no, no, no. It was later in the end, but I can't remember when it was. Right. But the same energy, and I wanted to acknowledge that as well. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I don't know what the story was. It was a story, but it was a classic current affair story about bad neighbors, and the current affair journalist um, <laughs> was like hassling the neighbors. And could you hear those air quotes? Um, and yeah, they just sprayed him repeatedly with a hose, and he just keeps going back for more. Yeah. Well, um, he knew it would be great viral content, and it was. And it and it was. Yeah. Mm. And like. Uh, watching the clip today, it's like it's clear that that's what the first few minutes of the episode are. Is just him getting right. repeatedly sprayed, sprayed with the hose, with the hose as uh. like a setup for like these neighbors are so bad, and it's all these clips of him getting sprayed. And then they played a clip from like one of the like neighbors who have been maligned by these hose people, mm-hmm. and she said. I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up killing us. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, open with that. Don't don't open with this guy, like, copying uh, a shower in the middle of the street. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Getting sprayed right into the microphone. Anyway. Should we go into February? Yeah, I I think we can move move on to February. As you said, bushfires happened, but the main thing was that that, uh, <laughs> that guy got repeatedly hit in the face with a jet of water. And mm, mm. It, was a, it was a great moment in Australian uh, news and politics. Mm. And okay. memes. And memes. Um, February. The shitpost of the month, I guess? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's not a fish, it's whatever. But shit, sure, shitpost of the month. This one is from... Uh, Travis DeVries, host, co-host of Bro Originals podcast and Fear of a Black Planet podcast, which has just kicked off. Strongly recommend. Check out. Um, this is a good one. Uh, it's a picture of uh, Scott Morrison eating a pie in a quite a disturbing close-up fashion. He's got and that says, really oh. intense like glare look in his eyes. It's like one of them looks afraid and the other looks angry. Like it sort of looks like he's burning the roof of his mouth on the pie, which I sincerely hope he is. Um, Travis has captioned it: "All prime minister after 1788 can't govern. All they know is steal the land, set up missions, steal the kids, stop the boats, ruin the NBN, leadership spill, eat hot pie, and lie." Which mm. I don't even know it's... if we need to talk about anything else that happened in politics this year. That post no, or for the last up. couple centuries, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's the whole story. But, I mean, there is several related hot pie stories in February, which I, I think are basically coincidental, but worth mentioning. <laughs> One is that Scott Morrison wore his beefies hat a lot. And, Zach, I know you're a big fan of the beefies. You, you love the beefies. It's my favorite 
thing that Scott Morrison has ever done is <laughs> wear that hat <laughs> wear, on multiple wear, occasions. Wear, yeah, he repeatedly wears his beefies hat, but he was wearing his beefies hat whilst at the pie factory eating hot pie. Um, and I love personally nothing more than wearing a like extremely appropriate accessory in order to eat a meal. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure uh, there was also some good Simpsons memes along. He's the same racist reactionary prime minister he's always been. Yeah, but he's got a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a comedy hat. This, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, enjoy the beefy's hat. Never, you know, made any bones about this. Mm. You know, <laughs> people know this about me. I'm a beefy's hat fan. Uh, there was another pie-related story in February as well, Zach. <laughs> oh, the yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about this one. Yeah, the um, Bob Catter getting really outraged about <laughs> four and twenty releasing a vegan pie. My God, was that February? Yeah, Fucking hell. I'm I sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that then. for... Yeah, and look, they're not that good. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're not as good as the 7-Eleven vegan pie, which you can now mm. get. Right. Which, good recommend. Yeah, it's really good. It's cheaper, for one thing. And also, the 4 and 20 vegan pie has, like, chunks of fake meat mm-hmm. in it. Like, little cubes. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, when you eat... Uh, well, And I feel like it's is- vegan sausage that they've cubed somehow it's got that kind of like frankfurt weenie taste to it yeah i, I feel like they could have done a, a bad better... job yeah yeah whereas the 7-eleven meat the 7-eleven plant-based pie is like yeah it's got like it's more like a mince and the mince is sort yeah. of like absorbed into the gravy and it all becomes one disgusting you need. Yeah. sort of yeah gloop which is that's what a pie is i mean yeah, yeah. anyway bob bobcatter was very upset about four and twenty releasing a vegan pie and he called it un-australian um and it's so good as well it's like that you quoted this back to me i'd forgotten about it until just before we started recording it's like um uh there's nothing more australian than sitting at the footy eating a meat pie and he holds up his little ca- a bottle of coke and says and drink it a beer and then puts it down and then says yeah. or a coke or, or a coke <laughs> which and this like you couldn't like- plan it better because like and it's 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 the little 250 mil bottle as well so like and that's pretty un-australian drinking it a tiny seriously coke. where's your 600 mil pride cater but that yeah that video was so fucking lynchian sitting in his office and it had these like awkward silences (laughs) and like he doesn't actually eat the pie or drink the drink he just kind of sits there (laughs) yeah and like the entire point of it is that i'm upset that somebody else (laughs) might eat a pie that i don't want to eat which i mean i feel like that's actually a great summary of australian conservative politics Uh or yeah australians in general like hey we're so fucking laid back you can't eat your pie yeah (laughs) um but also he ends it he's like but to have a meat pie (laughs) there's a problem or (laughs) he just kind of (laughs) like sort of like none of his sentences make sense quite make sense (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, he's kind of yeah he's, he's sort of trump-esque in that way where you kind of you need to be there like you get his <laughs> you get the gist when you're listening to him but when you see it like transcribed you're like what the fuck or that lady <laughs> yeah. who was doing the like voiceover 
of Trump speeches and it, she's not like playing it up for comedy. She's not like doing a bit other than just repeating the yeah. speech and it's hilarious cuz he's hilarious. Anyway, yeah. Uh enough of hilarious people that are literally like destroying the planet. Uh let's move on to March. Yeah. So at this point we're doing hour long episodes but we still don't have an hour's worth of notes. So, uh, sorry for much, I I guess. genuinely don't know how we were doing it. Yeah. But, whatever. I mean, it Uh, seems nice doing very uh, little prep. Still getting an hour's (laughs) worth of content. Yeah. I'm I'm envious of, uh, past second noon. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Um, but by this point, uh, you know, lockdown or, you know, coronavirus was in full swing. Everyone was being fucked up. And there was this great meme from uh friend, confidant, and member of our inner sanctum, Holly, which I feel is a, you know, weird way to introduce her. But anyway, a- a- and co-host of um, Every Second Weekend. But yeah, so she did this Rugrats meme uh, of um, casual workers threatened with the choice between potential eviction or exposing themselves to COVID-19 coming up to the door with a, a bag of groceries and then Dee Dee, is that her name? Yeah. Is looking through the, the flap and it's labeled wealthy people with savings and steady incomes blasting people on social media for not just staying home. And she's saying, just leave the bags and go away. I remember we had trouble um, communicating this. this one at the time, <laughs> at the time. as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't translate well to, to audio, but no. trust us, it's a very good meme. And also, like, a very succinct explanation of the economic dynamics at play mm. in, in the lockdown, where basically relatively wealthy people stayed in their homes and, like, people in the gig mm. economy just kept working basically as normal. Yeah. 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 Um, there was another shit post of the week, which I think we actually awarded a shit post of the week uh, uh, of the week from jim bellina um who has done a bit of posting this year so thanks jim this one was i think the shittest uh and it's <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a, like a remix of the batman slapping robin meme uh it's just like a different image of batman slop- slapping robin with an extendo arm um i think i guess it gives you a little bit more room for text to write for text yeah yeah and so robin is saying christopher pine is selling military secrets to ernst and yeah and is being cut off by the slap and then batman says sorry i was waiting for you to hop in there so (laughs) i i will jordan shanks is the devil (laughs) which (laughs) yeah i mean a lot there's been a lot of like you know Friendly Jordy sucks. Uh, a lot of people in the group talk about how much he sucks. Mm. He's part of the very online Australian political landscape. He's our dirtbag left. It. I just realised. Friendly Jordy is our dirtbag left. He's our Chapo trap house. He is nowhere near as his politics are nowhere near as progressive. Radical as, as well. That, uh, look, that's I don't true. know. I, I actually I don't listen to Chapo. I think you're giving. Jordy's too much credit a there. Bit too yeah. much credit there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. That's yeah. my personal opinion. But anyway, mm-hmm. people, some people in the group don't like how uh, Jordan Shanks seems to live rent free in people's heads and yeah. like to make memes about it. And they can do whatever they want. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think Jim was necessarily taking a position. <laughs> no, well, so like... we didn't read, but what he said with it was uh, another controversial question. When all this blows over, will left be more divided than it was last year? I don't remember what this was. I don't think that could have been the... Uh, no, it was just like, you know, is just random Jordan talking about whether or not friendly Jordy's is shit splitting the left? Um, yeah, yeah. And the answer, and the answer, answer is, is no, no. <laughs> because yeah, he's, he's not left wing. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm glad that we could sort that. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> that problem. Um, All right, moving on. A- April, yeah. April, yeah. Uh, well, in terms of the podcast, we interviewed Lazy Susan, which was really fun. It was. Um, I, I say we. It was me. That was mm. a really nice chat. I got to listen. Um, to Malcolm Turnbull released his autobiography, um, and somebody uh, <laughs> they sent it the... to they sent someone sent it a uh, pirated PDF of it to like every member of parliament, every staffer, yeah. and yeah. then Malcolm was trying to sue them oh, basically right. for copyright infringement. Um, and uh, <laughs> what a as a response to that. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, look, I think I made this point at the time, but um, Anne Toomey, constitutional law expert Anne Toomey, released a book uh, called The Veiled Scepter, and someone did this. They sent around a PDF of it to everyone in Parliament, and she was like, well, I wouldn't mind, except that's basically 100% of the people who might have bought it. Um, (laughs) And I feel like it's true of Malcolm as well, except he's, you know, an ex-prime minister and is fucking doing well enough for himself. Uh, Like, an ex-prime minister's autobiographies get stocked in fucking big w like right yeah he'll be know, fine after he pays the ghostwriter no he, he probably is one of the few who like wouldn't stoop to that level <laughs> yeah that's right yeah <laughs> after all he did write a full libretto for a oh. musical about hitler but anyway oh, that's a... and, and who was it that he wouldn't that, like he wouldn't stop talking about it like he it was he was co-writing it apparently with some guy, some famous Australian playwright who I don't know. I think it's Bill, someone I don't know, famous playwrights. <laughs> and, and he went over like, to his house having to like avoid him. Yeah, who didn't really want to work on it. But it, I don't know if he didn't want to work on it. It was just one night. His girlfriend was over at his place, and Malcolm was like <laughs> yelling through the intercom on the street for like an hour and a half, being like, "I've got this fucking great verse about goose stepping. Come on, fucking come down here, mate. let me in, let me in. I just want to." talk about the play and apparently the next day they got in the car and moved out of sydney anyway i don't know if that's true but that was in the biography i read of him by annabelle crab i think anyway because he wanted to do like a full-length version of springtime for hitler like it's not even an original like whatever um side note i watched jojo rabbit last night and it was great really enjoyed it very uncomfortable humor uh oh okay yeah Mm. um but the big thing in memes in april for us was beg buttons, which yes. I feel like I should turn this one over to you, Noon. I think, sure. you know, everybody else has had their fun at your expense, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that beg it's buttons are, are a subject very close to your heart, and so I don't want to speak over you on this, so. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that, Zach. <laughs> uh, so, as all right-thinking people know, uh, a beg button is the term for the boopy boy at the pedestrian crossing that you donk with your elbow now so it goes beep 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 and you can cross it's called a beg button that's the name for it and i posted oh, I in called it a patty cake plate mm. 
I think this might be our last episode ever, Zach. Now, you know, <laughs> you, you just said you were going to be respectful of this issue that was close to my hand. Immediately making I'm, gaffes and laughs, you know. I'm sorry. Deeply inappropriate. Whatever. I made some post about some people spray and wiping, and I was like, are they council? But I mentioned that they were spray and wiping beg buttons, <laughs> and I got thoroughly ratioed, as it says in our original notes. Uh, uh, 18 reacts and 78 comments. Uh, and people were just, like, furious that that apparently this was the name for it. And um, Alexander Papasavis, uh, uh, Chat Dad, the, the specter of communism haunting Aubrey Wodonga, made a meme of a beg button that said, Press me, please. I am beg. <laughs> um, uh, and, yeah, she uh, was fucked up. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Hugh Alistair, made a me- another Rugrats meme um, of... Uh, Stu, is that his name? Uh, the yeah, the dad? Yeah. yeah. Man, I haven't watched him fucking forever. And Dee Dee comes in and is like, it's four o'clock in the morning. Why on earth are you researching pedestrian button design? <laughs> <laughs> Stu says, because I've lost control of my life. Anyway, um, uh, it's called a fucking beg button, okay? So, fuck you. That's uh, the, uh, the meme that launched a thousand angry reacts. Yeah, um, exactly. Congratulations, you have an unparalleled ability to enrage people over extremely trifling subjects. mild yeah. opinions, yeah. Yeah. Me and my housemate had to agree to never discuss whether Bike or lights? not... No, that one is a... included Hollow in the blanket ban on that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Does pickling constitute cooking? <laughs> We got into like heated <laughs> words about it, and we're like, we need to not discuss this anymore. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, real quick, we are going to move on to May, but <laughs> yes or no? Is pickling cooking noon? Yes. Just before we move on, there's one <laughs> meme that we wanted to shout out from this month from uh, Max JS, which is. Probably a meme that sums up 2020 pretty yeah. well, I would say. Yeah. Um, it says uh, it's got a, a tiny little guy with a sword saying me. Well, he's probably, he's a regular sized guy. He's holding a uh, scythe, in fact. Oh, it's a scythe. My bad. What's on his back? Is that a quiver of arrows? Doesn't matter. There's a little guy. It's a, No, he's a regular sized fantasy guy. <laughs> he's labeled <laughs> me entering 2020 feeling positive and thinking I'll achieve my goals. And the reason I keep saying is... T- He's tiny, even though he's normal size, is because mm. there's a massive fucking skeleton climbing it's over like a, a mountain cliff towards size him. skeleton. Yeah, yeah, labeled COVID nineteen, and then a whole bunch of tiny little uh, skeletons with swords coming down to fight the regular size guy. Labeled things like bushfires, pell walks, collapse free, of industry, economic change, depression, regular, regular depression, depression. <laughs> Joe yeah. Biden for prez, yeah, uh, etc. Mm, yeah, mm. um, which. I kind of in the notes absently wrote shitpost of the year, not because I necessarily think it's, uh, and we're probably not going to award a shitpost of the year, to be honest, but like, not that it's like the best meme we've seen this year, but it is the meme of 2020. It just like, it was right then, it's been right the entire time since, Yeah, it's still right. Yeah, It is the meme that best summarizes 2020. Yeah, Exactly, yeah. So in that sense, a shitpost of the year. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. In May, there was a, a lot of stuff was going on. We interviewed mm. um, Jack from Rahu yeah. uh, because the rent strike were, was happening. And I think that yeah. was before, yeah, like the rent strike was still underway and Rahu's kind of like become, a, uh, you know, it's not just 
solely focused around the, the retail and ha- housing go. union. Sorry, renters and housing union. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. yeah renters and housing union. Uh, who? Yeah. I, I wanted to when I was thinking over this year, like as we were writing these notes, I was like, what were some cool things that happened this year? Rahu being born is mm. one of the cooler things I think that's Absolutely. happened. Um, you know, obviously formed out of uh, the formed out of the economic hardship, basically of the mm. coronavirus lockdowns and uh, the need for renters to come together and fight against the fucked up situation that uh, we all live in. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that like you know to see them grow so quickly and to start to like forge these really strong connections with other cool radical organizations in Australia has been uh, really cool. And yeah, it was uh, that was a great interview that you did, Noon. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Hmm. Um, also, on kind of like news with the show, we got one of our favorite ever reviews. Um, oh yeah, do you want to go the- through it? I feel like. Yeah, it was my. It's a hundred percent my favorite review we've ever gotten from uh, Yoram Lipsum. Which three stars. It's f- funny every time. <laughs> Not very funny, just mildly funny every time. Headline: Insightful but unfunny. Body <laughs> analysis is decent, but the jokes are stale. <laughs> I just like it's just, dropped it's a little like... bad toast pun in there as well. <laughs> There's so much to love here. It's. Yeah, when, when I saw that you'd put this in the notes, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, that was, that's the, the funniest review I've ever gotten by a mile. I fucking love it. Um, uh, go on. Uh, there was just another great news story <laughs> that month, which um, spawned a thousand memes, which was Landlord Cop. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it was a cop who had misused her police powers to basically take over... A bunch of properties? Is that right? I've forgotten the exact yeah, details. Yeah, no, she basically... But... They were, they were like, occupied. It was just that when people were, like, away or whatever, she would, like, go... Like, she would like get she the would find them, like, Yeah, she would go and out. break into them. That's right, yeah, basically. Yeah. And then when yeah. the when the She would go and, like, get the keys in, she'd be like, don't worry, agents. I'm a cop. Yeah, exactly. And then she tried to use the defense of uh, being clinically depressed... And the, the judgment had some phrase. Well, this this meme probably sums it up, which is yep. another Holly meme, um, mm. which is Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec um, saying, do you think a depressed cop could make this? And holding out a folder that says, energetically and fraudulently managed property portfolio, which I think were the exact words used <laughs> the, the, in the, the judgment. Because judge, yeah. <laughs> it was like... Kind of being like, she put a lot of effort into this. This was a <laughs> like an energetically, yeah, fraudulently managed. Yeah, uh, but there was this yeah. other one which I think might have been from Morgan, um, who did some serious shit posting. Maybe this was Hugh. Hugh likes this meme format. I can't remember. I should have put better notes. Ironically, I didn't take better notes about who these memes were from. Uh, but um, uh, friendship ended with appropriate ways of dealing with depression. Now, a large investment property portfolio is my best friend. Um, and it's the cop, like, holding hands with, like, a line-go-up graph with houses on it. And there's, like, antidepressants and therapy crossed out. Amazing. Amazing stuff. Landlord Cop was definitely one of the best, like, 
B tier villains of 2020. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like the end of Act One villain, not a final yeah, boss. And, yeah. and then by Act Four, it's like just one of the regular bad guys that you fight. Yeah, landlord yeah. cop. Yeah. And also in May, we would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, the Black Lives Matter protest, which kicked off basically globally um, in the wake of the murder of George Floyd in the, in the States. Um, there were huge protests. Uh, here in Australia as well, and then a whole bunch of extremely lies, Ex- mm. just a whole extremely bunch of lies, lies. Yeah. a bunch a bunch of lies about um, the protests being the center of coronavirus clusters, which they just yeah. were not. They ne- they're like that never happened. Even slightly, yeah. Even 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 a little bit never happened. Um, yeah, and it was only like a month or two ago. That um, okay, this is embarrassing. Um, what's the name of the leader of the Nationals? Michael. O- Michael McCormack. McCormack. I was going to say Michael I, O'Brien. That's I, I like that it's not the- even a bit about forgetting his name. No, Michael it's O'Brien. Not a bit- even worse, and, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I was like Michael O'Brien. Who the fuck's the? <laughs> and like, here's the thing: it's embarrassing for me. Sure. As somebody We're who has tell- <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing for me. It's more embarrassing for Michael McCormack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, everybody true. know, and this is again, we know who we know Barnaby's name. Say we know you John Barillaro. Yeah, he's the deputy of the state nationals. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. No, and anyway. this and this is what, the, what my entire point was about. You know, just McCormack doesn't know how to fuck up in the right way. Mm. to make himself a household name, and that's why he's doomed as the leader of the Nationals. But anyway, uh, the protest happened, and they, was, they were COVID-safe. That's, you know... Also, but, uh, we can... Oh, yeah, go Duke on. and Gorge was destroyed. Yeah, sorry, again, like, not trying to do roundup news stuff this week, but yeah, that was another thing that happened that month. Yeah, yeah um, that was a major event, yeah. It was, yeah, and something we've talked about basically every episode of the show since then, so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on to June. Uh, so June, uh, in June, we changed the name of the group to ACAB Shitposting. I say we, I did it, um, which I used to do all the time, but then Facebook made it you can only change it every 28 days. And there's not that what did we many get stuck jokes. With bipartisan hack posting, I think, maybe? Yeah, that's right. That was a one-day joke. <laughs> yeah. And like, because, you know, I used to do like, there was... Brian Burston blood boasting, <laughs> and like I would never do that now because I wouldn't want well, it. Stuck more with than it like for a month, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But ACAP shit posting, it was like that's it's timeless, but also specifically relevant. So yeah, yeah. And, well, um, it was kind of in the wake of like of the Black Lives Matter protests exactly, kicking yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also uh, there was a, a splinter group formed ACAP date posting or something, whatever. Like. <laughs> for, for, for if, if you're on Osball shitposting and you're single and you want to meet people, just you know find find this other group, ACAB shitposting dating or something. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Chris Ritchie made uh, an excellent shitpost of the week of our hearts this month, um, which was the top secret ACAB shitposting bunker schematic revealed, and <laughs> it's like a you know 
uh, a bunker map, basically. Um, and at the top, there's the answer the questions entrance. entrance. On the fir- first floor, there's the shitpost R&D division and the shitpost requisition center. The next <laughs> uh, level down is the ACAB spice and vegetable patch. Uh, and then there's uh, feel the burn sad posting alcohol therapy zone. Uh, the MacGyver Weapons and Discourse Workshop. I like that one. And down the bottom, there's the uh, Soros-funded Horny Slash Lonely Edition quarters. Yeah, so that's it. A-cab shitposting Horny, horny slash, slash Lonely, lonely Edition. edition. Yeah. yeah. And then at the very bottom, there's the Thomas Zachary Memorial Juche Super Soldiers Lab. So, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. That, it, I feel like that is an accurate uh, A-cab shitposting bunker schematic. So good on yeah. you, Chris. It was a yeah. good meme then. It's a good meme now. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Ernie Dingo clocked a racist. That was just a nice little news story. That yeah. Uh, all right, July. Mm. Uh, and new just put here in the notes. Just the possibly the shittest post of the year. <laughs> yeah, which was this. It's uh, a nationally bad shit post. Yeah, the new uh, Business Australia logo, which was the Wattle. The golden wattle, it's, it has AU written in the middle of it, and it just looks like the coronavirus. <laughs> and everyone was really upset at the time because they thought it was replacing the Australian the kangaroo. kangaroo. Yeah, but it actually wasn't. It's just this like, is just to go on promotional material at international like trade conferences. Yeah, basically, you set up a little store with a trestle table and and this coronavirus have... logo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, I guess yeah, it's, it's lucky great... there weren't any like international trade events going on this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they've got time to fix that up. Um, but uh, shitpost of the month definitely has to go to Carly Pettiona for this one. Who is uh, now the co-host of Loud, Angry, and Not Sorry, which you should all go and listen to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this was... It was kind of like a group shitposting effort. Um, yeah. There... <laughs> There was a. Uh, it's also like three memes deep. It, it is. It's, it, it started a fair with of explanation. Peter Doherty, the uh, microbiology immunology researcher, who tweeted Dan Murphy opening hours, <laughs> which was possibly the purest thing that happened <laughs> in Australia this year. Um, and everybody gave that tweet a lot of love, as it deserved. And then at Tom Westland on Twitter photoshopped it over the Union Jack on the Australian flag and said, new Australian flag suggestions. And then Carly took Tom's memeing of the meme yeah. and asked everybody in the group, what's the, like, bog-standard crap beer from your state? And she put together uh, this fantastic Australian flag, which has... Uh, each of the state's crappiest beers as one of the stars on the flag with the Dan Murphy opening house tweet the, as the... As the Union Jack. As the Union Jack. So we have VB for Victoria. That's Bogues down there for Tasmania, I'm pretty sure. Uh, EMU, Export. EMU Export is... Oh, that's EMU Export's w- WA? Yeah, oh, is no, that WA West End? right. I, oh, I don't God, know shit about we... beer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there was a lot of contention as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the, my favorite. There was there was arguments about it. No, I think you're right about it. I think ta- being... I think Tasmanians were like, actually, no one drinks Bogues here. We drink Emu Export or something along those lines. Anyway, I'm not sure. 
Yeah, but it's like, you know, that's the crappy beer that your state is known for. Anyway, the best detail anyway. of this is um, somebody asked, wait, what would Canberra's, <laughs> Canberra's one be? And someone said, just an onion. <laughs> So and there's so an there's onion a t- a tiny inside, inside onion the Tui's. In- inside the Tui's, which is just yeah, really a- attention to detail in the mm. uh, in the shit mm. post here, which you which you got to love. So that was a, that's got to be up there high in the running for shit post of the year if we were to mm. award it, which we're not. Uh, then for August, the first one is one that I partic- uh, you know I've got a particular soft spot for this one. It's from at Fury underscore Rights uh, on Twitter. This is my housemate Fury uh, who doesn't listen to the show um, but likes me and Zach a lot and wants to kind of be peripherally involved. So they've um, <laughs> made it their mission to tweet just plausible rumors about us and this one says rumor has it that noon from ospol snack pod googles meme and scrolls he calls it internet tapas um yeah thoroughly believable it um, is yeah it did yeah i just My... thought that fury was stating a fact when they posted that <laughs> well <laughs> so they'd, it could they'd, be they'd come it's... hot from a conversation with you where that had happened <laughs> <laughs> so what I do Google like blah 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 meme a lot, and Fury definitely saw me type like meme Simpsons shoe or something. I can't remember. And they were like, "Do you just type meme into Google and scroll?" And that's how that started. But then now Google Images, when I search meme, it gives a little like helpful tooltip that's like, "Would you like to save all of your favorite memes images in a folder or something?" And I, every time I see it, I'm like, "Oh, internet tapas." But there's another rumor that I I'm not sure if they've tweeted it or have just been talking about that that um, Zach's real name is Rowan Atkinson, but for obvious reasons, he doesn't like to be called that. <laughs> and I like it because I can see you as a Rowan. But anyway, oh, uh, that's. As a ro- so, like <laughs> resentful Rowan, <laughs> yeah. Somehow that's quite upsetting to me. Yeah, maybe it's exactly. Because that's the only hence... blonde Rowan I know of is Rowan Dean. I don't know who that is. For, he's a Sky News like mm. opinion host. He's just and, fucking and awful. There, but for the grace of God, goes you, my dude. <laughs> Apparently so. Lucky I'm a Zach, I guess. Mm. Even though there's quite a few memes quote about how there are no cool Zach. Zachs, yeah. which is you know. Hurtful, but anyway. Um, speaking so I'm gonna of just fucking awful, palm this next one over to you. I think I think I did it last time. So yeah, I'll I'll cop the bullet this time. I mean, reading out any of Kira's memes is um, <laughs> always a minefield. <laughs> well, it's yeah, and the thing is, it's like consuming them as a viewer. It's okay for you to just you know you live in that discomfort, but you don't have to like actually verbally reproduce any of the. Yeah stuff that's happening mm, mm. anyway let's dive in <laughs> there's a lot of to... daniel andrews thirst posting yeah in, not in ospol shit posting specifically though people were often like yeah what's up yeah. with this but like just no, there the... wasn't it was an actual full literal paid for opinion piece in the age about thirsting for daniel andrews mm. so unnecessary anyway it got under kira's skin fair enough and yep. they wrote this, which is maybe mm-hmm. less fair. But anyway, uh, Dan Andrews takes me as the kind of dude that sweats a lot while he humps you in missionary, <laughs> just wiping his brow with a hanky as he slowly plows, then rambles on and on about his ex after he's finished. As he leaves, he asks if you want to get on the beers sometime. <laughs> he goes in for a final kiss, but fucks it up. It lands between your forehead and your eyebrow. It's super awkward. 
You did not come. You were covered in flop sweat and shame. All this because you lost your vibrator charger. It's after 8 p.m. You can't go out. There's a curfew. <laughs> I like how this transitions from he strikes me as this kind of guy to like a full on like Melbourne Gothic <laughs> short fiction yeah. piece. Yeah, microfic. There's like, you know. There's some detail in there that feels lived to me. I'm not saying that Kira and Daniel Andrews have ever hooked up, but, you know, I feel like there's some... If it turned out they had, it's not... It wouldn't be surprising after this. Yeah. There's also a a great photo of him to go with. It's not a good photo of him, but it it goes perfectly with the uncomfortable text. So, yeah. Yeah, Good job, Kira. There's a reason that Kira is... uh, a like a pro-level shit poster, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, this disgusting example is uh, well, it's proof in the pudding. One of them, yeah. Um, so I noticed you've put one of your own memes in here in September. I'm pretty sure that's Hill. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. This one was from Hill. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Hill Montego okay. posted in the group. Why do they call it COVID when you cough in the cold virus but cough out? The hot eat the virus, which <laughs> I don't think that needs any more explanation. By the way, you and I did a bit when for the when this was shit post of the week, uh, where we then spoke nonsense <laughs> to each other for a couple of sentences afterwards, it's and just a- literally no one commented on it, and I was sad about that. Uh, I had to actively mention it to a couple of people to be like, "Was that funny?" And they were like, "Yeah, it was funny," but I thought it was a a quality bit and i'm disappointed it it didn't get more play in the in the public response <laughs> yeah i think um <laughs> i think it was probably just like an extremely whack joke that was embarrassing to people <laughs> just embarrassing to. for people to listen to yeah that does explain people politely saying yes when i asked them if it was funny <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just looking at you like <laughs> Please don't start doing it now. Like, <laughs> if you have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so that that was uh, a great meme from September. But um, <laughs> the fu- absolute funniest post <laughs> from September a, a was shared into the group. Post. Yeah, was shared into the group by Joanna Nielsen, co-host of Chronically Fully Sick. Um, <laughs> And it was a Facebook post from one of their friends, like just wasn't even in a shit posting group. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the post said, "Just wondering why my family was so supportive of me having a Peter Slipper themed birthday party when I was eleven years old. Were you not concerned, Mom?" <laughs> and the first comment is from Mum. You had pics on the fridge of him and wanted a Peter Slipper cake. So I gave it to you. Probs have picked somewhere. You thought he looked like a codfish and was interesting. Thinky emoji. Uh, And then they dug up a photo of the cake. (laughs) Our first... um... The original plan for this episode was for it to be an actual literal clip show where we would go back and like pick the like uh, the the funniest like 
you know, the conversations about memes that made us laugh the most. And then it turned out it was way too much. That was going to be way but too hard. Yeah. When I was like going back through old episodes, like trying to look for funny moments, I re-listened to when we talked about this the first time and the exact yeah. thing, same thing. Yeah, we just couldn't <laughs> we get just, through the story. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. And we, yeah, it was just us laughing for like five minutes. Um, I think I said at the time <laughs> that like, that is an incredibly unique birthday cake. No one before or since has <laughs> put his slip his face on a cake. Um, and, uh, mm. yeah, I mean, that's a birthday to remember. Like, clearly, you know, this person's still thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I like that at some point in 2020, like, a decade or more later, they've just <laughs> yeah, been just like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 I wonder where Peter also, like, is now. He's just disgraced, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think he was he cleared of all charges. I can't remember. Um, I think you but, said at the time that yeah, he was cleared of a lot of the nefarious specifics. stuff he was accused yeah. of. But like, yeah, you know, just looking at his face and this. I mean, he does kind of look like a codfish. I guess he does I mean, have it. He he's got an interesting face. He looks a little bit like he's got a like blank a, stare in this photo on the cake. Well, yeah, that's the sort of cod vibe, I guess. Anyway, the um, who was that guy? The like, I think it was a Victorian MP for Frankston. Um, or like Q f- four years ago. No, no, no. I'm talking oh, about no. someone different. Oh, okay. I can't remember his name. Um, but he was like a real fucking character in state politics and. Mm. I think he paid for billboards for his ex-wife to come back to him with a... Oh, wow. Like (laughs) an official visa or something like that. Um, Ah. And I I was trying to think of who's the analogy for an 11-year-old to be obsessed with Peter Slipper. And I feel like it might be this Ah. guy who's... I'm I'm annoyed I can't remember his name. Someone I feel like Barilaro is a great analogy. Yeah, because like, well, like Peter Slipper wasn't off of the rails character. at that point. He was just like some chump. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, getting Barilaro's face on a birthday cake, I mean, maybe we should do that. probably already for, does that for, for himself birthdays. every day. Yeah. That's true. His obsession with Barilaro was kind of ruined Barilaro for me. Anyway. It is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, the. There's one more oh, shit post for this month. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say we have one more. Yeah, which yeah, is uh, which Dotto passes you the book. Yeah, and this was from the episode that we had Joe on the show, which was sick and maybe right. my one of my favorite episodes from the year. Um, it was, it was yeah. awesome having a co-host. We should do that again. Um, yeah, that, that was so was much fun. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joe's a fucking and Joe legend. Joe was awesome. Yeah, and yeah, uh, she was deeply horrified by this crispy meme, which is fair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was surprised that you two accepted the buff and I didn't. That was not how I expected that to go. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because you were like, "Would you accept the buff?" Um, and and I was like, "Yeah, no, it's got Dutto spit on it." You know, like yeah, which anyway. I don't know. It's like that's what every blunt does. I mean, not it doesn't have specifically Peter Dutton. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, the issue. Specifically, Peter Dutton. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, but no, I mean, as Where Joe one pointed can out, like obviously, yeah, he would have from the dopest cron. Yeah, that's true. That got caught up by customs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and where from one can get that good shit, therefore, um, 
one must must take it hit it yeah Yeah. it is Mm. such a fucking funny photo as well like the original photo of him (laughs) with the airbud doing yeah just one single airbud like a monster what is that i just and then it's it's the perfect image to put the blunt on because like (laughs) some sketchy dude with one earbud in is just like that's a yeah, vibe. This is more like, I guess if you, it depends what the context is. Cause I feel it's like, you know, I was maybe assuming that Dutto, Dutto is passing me the buff in the context of us like chilling at a house party or whatever, but probably yeah. it's more like you're in the smoking area of an RSL and he wanders up out of nowhere uh. and is like, want to, want to hit mate? No, see, I feel more comfortable at an RSL for some reason. I feel like everyone's a Peter Dutton in the smoking room of the the RSL. I don't know. Something about that. I'm like, well, look, I'm here now. I've already agreed to hang out with Peter Dutton. Whereas at a house party, I'm imagining it's like, you know, uh, in an apartment in Bondi. And and it's Uh. just that he's the sketchy guy on the balcony. Anyway, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I I can see what you're saying. And he's got like a bum bag full of little saddies, which in which he's like, you know, it's it's all like it's point the worst of a gram of whatever he's selling. Had, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's all and it's dog shit. Yeah, no, totally. I feel like we've um, really spent a lot of elaborated time on this. On the <laughs> more than yeah, this, we're expanding yeah. the, the mythology. The Dutto passes you the buff cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, origin story. What month are we up to? Oh yeah fucking september still yeah yeah oh and um effie ellen told us about Stuart roberts book which i immediately spent the next month enjoying and hate reading <laughs> so yeah that was a highlight of my year um it was basically the only book i read during lockdown as well which is pretty fucking embarrassing uh, anyway doing it for the content I respect you. I, I respect your game. Man. No, that's not true. I also read a really long book about Nostradamus and then gave up like <laughs> most of the way through because the author got some Hebrew really badly wrong. And I was like, oh, well, this just fucking ruins. <laughs> what have I wasted my time on? What fucking chump doesn't know that? Anyway. Uh, October. We had episode 69. Episode 69. That was a nice episode. Um, got a little bit of a spike in listens for that yeah. one because cool. episode 69, yeah. yeah. Shitpost of the month to shitposter extraordinaire Morgan, yeah. who has been shitposting up a fucking storm this year. They've actually the got two this month in, in Have September. Have you put two Morgan memes? Yeah, yeah. There's another one. Sorry, October. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um but this was the uh, the Loon- the redux of the Lunig cartoon, mm. where you know Lunig loves to talk about how cancel culture is and bad. Culture is yeah, yeah. It makes the little people with the big noses uh, sad. Look at um, ducks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we probably don't, like don't have time to go through and describe the entire like original meme and yeah no fuck that and yeah. morgan's redux but it's like extremely detailed and uh shitting on lunig in just the perfect way just plus the, they just... put a simpsons meme inside the cartoon but it fits really well uh, it do- so, it, yeah it, it's, it's some good shit no it's a really high quality edit of mm. 
what I believe was a low was a low quality photo taken by you of the physical newspaper. Yes, yes, which makes that it sounds right. A classic noon collaboration. Wow, they've actually done an amazing job. Given that they must have like done the color background again to like make yeah. it legible. Anyway, that's yeah, yeah that I know they did. Yeah, that's that's some good shit. Anyway, yeah, there's definitely uh, some color picker action going on there. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was also a, a, a great post from Kim Nolan, No More Bob Brown. Society has progressed past the need for Bob Brown. Uh, I really liked that one. I can't remember what the story was about, but uh, yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, mostly. Always, always doing something. The other thing you've got here, which you skipped over, so I guess we're not going to talk about it, was uh, uh, something posted by Andrew Laming, which we didn't need to talk about, but I saw his name and remembered... That fucking video that he posted of him doing terrible chin-ups. Chin yeah. And the thing was loose. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. forgotten that. In, wow. in a vest and a shirt. Yeah. And it was playing like a Megan the, the Stallion song. And it That's was, right. And the lyrics were, you know, classic Megan the Stallion content mm, about, mm, mm. you know, her having a fat pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? It feels wrong. Yeah, sure. No, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's, direct quote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, the, like, it's in the region of a quote. Sure. Uh, but this particular post, which we don't need to go into, but it was just like making fun of the Labour Party, making fun of the Liberals. <laughs> uh, and it just was like a really bad post and he's now taken it down, which is very funny. At some point between October the 6th and now, it's been removed. Because he, he left it up there it up, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, he left it up long enough to look like he wasn't removing it shamefully. And then waited right. until it wasn't getting very much attention. And then Maybe quietly... we should post that again, because we've got the screenshot, just to like, you know, let everyone have that again. Yeah, tag him. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, elsewhere, uh, you've put another Holly. I swear to God, I'm not putting all, Holly all and these. Max. No, you you didn't put any of these Holly ones yeah, in. Noon this put, is, this noon put noon put all these Holly memes in. Um, she's yeah. a great poster. What could I say? She's, hey, I I totally agree. Um, this is the one that was uh the, the <laughs> uh, Josh Frydenberg the, uh, the protest. Uh, yeah, it was after the budget, and when basically. There was like no money specifically allocated to women in the budget at all, mm, and mm. the Liberal Party wheeled out every single female MP that they have to say that actually a lot of the money in the budget is going to women because women are also humans. <laughs> humans do things such as drive on roads, and we are putting a lot of money into infrastructure. Therefore, that was women. Actual... Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Women use roads. There's a legit line they train. And yeah. there's, like, in the notes, which by this point we have proper notes. Uh, so, I, yeah. Um, there's a bunch of stuff about... Uh, no, I think actually someone called in. There, there was a potluck the next week. Maybe it was Carly? It was someone called in to be like, actually, women use roads significantly less than men. So, yeah. like, wim women use roads is actually, like, wrong on... like Even and, if, and also... yeah. It's something like for every dollar of tax cuts that women get, men get like two and a half dollars. So anyway. Yeah. But yes, so tell us about this post from Holly. Oh, it's just uh, Holly's photoshopped uh, a feminist protest so that the activists are holding up signs that say, women of the world, use roads. Sisters uh, of the, use roads. Roads. It's a, yeah. 
high quality meat. Uh, we also, this month, we had our first and possibly only ever paid sponsored uh, advertising material, uh, which was from Coot Kootle uh, discussing <laughs> new research that shows that dingo no like wacky whaling inflatable arm tube man. Um, and uh, Coot, uh, please Morgan do more Little, pot- potlucks. <laughs> please. She has uh, like messaged me, sent me numerous voicemail uh, voice messages about um about dingo and wacky whaling inflatable arm tube man <laughs> it's actual white- real research which we didn't really make clear when we played it at the time but they actually were using she wacky said- waving inflatable arm tube guys yeah to scare dingoes away from populated areas mm. <laughs> And, like and she said that she's got like research three emails from the university with like updates about this research. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Morgan did a great post, um, which uh, has a, a uh, wacky waving inflatable tube guy who, with a little uh, Ospol snack pod toasty boy in his pocket with big dollar signs for eyes. It's uh, another great meme. Uh, and also, the text that goes with it. Yeah, Everyone knows in. all wacky whaling inflatable arm tubers in Australia are part of the large geothermal conglomerate, which is obviously a big magma reference for those. If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that way too much. I really need to stop. It's it's yeah, borderline <laughs> inappropriate. Anyway. November. Very special uh, month for posting. Yeah, there was a great thread that I think AJ Lawson started uh, where they got a... Um, a thread from Van Batam or like an article in the Guardian from Van Batam that is um, there's only one person to blame for Biden's struggle tonight and then deleted the rest so people could put in their own answer for who it was that um, that was to blame for Biden's struggle. Hamish Taylor, of course, put in The Greens by Van Batam, which is accurate. Will Connor, The Greens for voting against the CPRS in 2009. Um, then AJ did one. There's only one person to blame for Biden's struggle tonight. Anthony Green by Friendly Geordies. Um, <laughs> Why was great. Friendly Geordies angry at Anthony, Anthony Green? Green. I think it was for calling South Co- Brisbane for the South Greens. South Brisbane for the Greens, yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. What a loser. <laughs> Not Anthony Green. I don't know. Uh, I no. don't know. I don't. I don't have an opinion on Anthony Green, and I know that even being neutral on him is kind of controversial. But I, you know, I'm not taking a position. But friendly Geordies wow. is a fucking loser. Centrism <laughs> stands with the friendly Geordies, Zach. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh oh. Also, in November, um, we had a couple of nice like things for the show. One was the interview you did with David Kelly, which might be my favorite segment ever on the show. I feel like the rest of that episode was fine, but the in- like the interview was just like premium in my opinion. Um oh. I listened to it fantastic several more times than I needed to. Um and <laughs> felt like I got a lot out of it. And um I'm not sure if I said this on air. I've definitely said this to you, but like I was kind of listening to it and I was like He's got a very soothing, pleasant voice, and I'm a big audiobook fan. I was like, oh, I wonder if I could get him to do audiobooks or something so I can fall asleep listening to his pleasant tones. Um, but I was also kind of like not, you know, I wasn't super focused because it was so nice. I was just a bit like oh, drifting out. And then he's like, so that policy is a form of ethnic cleansing. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> I'm just like 
a very gentle voice saying ethnic cleansing uh kind of really like shocked me a bit and then the whole rest of the interview was just like straight fire so yeah, yeah david thank you so much definitely uh, that dropping was, bombs that was fucking Kelly. excellent yeah. yeah uh shout out save public housing collective for real fuck you victorian government mm-hmm. you suck uh, we also got a nice review from Permanent Palimpsest who said, Zach has delightful Tintin energy and Noon is now my favorite conspiracy theorist, which, thanks, on both counts. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that is very sweet. Uh, we also had Leah on the show from Loud Angry yeah. and Not Sorry, which was really fun. Uh, and uh, that won't be the last time that we collaborate with Leah this year, possibly. Yeah. Even though we're not putting out any more official episodes. So, um, you know, if you enjoyed that combination stay tuned yeah well that brings us up to december which is now which you don't need a fucking review for that's what what just happened listen to last week's episode you're living it yeah i mean i guess the news this week is uh oh no more corona again um and possibly more corona again for a while depending on how the next few days go we're really it's a boy it's some knife says shit and you hate to see it feels bad man mm-hmm. yeah yep also like i was gonna go to sydney in a week or two so we'll we'll see how that goes yeah like one week yeah and our friend is maybe flying up tonight which like oof yeah it's yeah these border closures are like you know i obviously totally understand why they're necessary mm. but yeah um, yeah of course they're yeah like the the family stuff that they get in the way of is yeah is tough yep anyway if you live in sydney good luck and please be sensible yeah wear a mask wash your hands don't touch Um, your face not that we place the majority of the responsibility for stopping the spread of the virus on individuals but that said we all have a bit of a part to play you know pop a little mask Mm. on when you're on the bus kind of thing she'll be right yeah that was uh 2020 that was pretty 2020 you know, in the scheme it was. Of things. That's yeah. I would say that was. We a, haven't a, a, told a, our listeners to wash their hands barely at all. I think. Yeah. Um, if you don't wash your hands, stop listening to this show right now. But do yeah, recommend okay. it to your friends who do wash their hands. Yeah, and hand washes are welcome. Hand washes, enthusiastically welcomed. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they're, you know shitheads yeah uh okay so yes that's that's 2020 that's us done for the the episode and for the year um though as zach alluded to we may have some exciting collaboration stuff going on that we might hopefully is going to be out next week is that right or the week after uh yeah close to new years i think so that's right yeah 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 Keep an eye on on our feed. We will, yeah, we'll be posting something towards the end of the year. But this is the last official episode of Ospol Snack Pod for 2020. And thank you so much for tuning in. You know, all of our regular regular listeners, all of our new listeners. Uh, it's been a huge year for us. We've learned a lot. Mm. For, um, you know, and a lot of that has been a lot of what we've learned has come from people who've written into us um, to discuss how the show is made and what we, the yep. way that we talk about stuff. And so we really super value, uh, you know, the community's contribution to, to what mm. we do. Uh, and obviously it's really lovely that people listen to our silly show. <laughs> it's true. It is. Yeah. It's, it's always surprising, but in a lovely way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of which, 
our last review for the year. We got one, a new one. We did. We haven't had one lovely. for a couple it's a nice, of weeks. Nice note to end on. So yeah, because yeah. they're they're really nice for us, uh, but they're also really good for the show. They you know bump us in the charts. Uh, but yeah, it's just nice to know that you guys care. So yeah, if you do leave a review, we will read it out uh, because we love them. Such as this review, which is titled Tip Top Ship Shop, five stars. Thank you very much from LaTac2 on Apple Podcasts. He says, best Ozpol podcast out there, which is extremely kind. Thanks. Thank you very much, LaTac2. And thank You're you the listeners. best Ozpol podcast listener out there. Sorry to everyone else. Yeah, um, you're in second place. Or listener of the year goes to LaTac2. <laughs> LaTac. Your check is in the mail. Um, yeah, if you like the show, you should leave us a review too. Yeah, Apple please Podcast do. is the best place to do that. Oh, you and that's you can't leave um, reviews on Podbean exactly, but you can comment on shows on Podbean, which is where we host the podcast. And so whenever we log into Podbean, whenever we Podbean, whenever we log into Podbean. We see we the see most the recent comments. comments and no one comments like, yeah, because no one's listening to the show on Podbean because obviously, but so there are like six comments that we got like all know. in the space of about a month and a half. Yeah. Like right when we started the show. Yeah. And, a, and a couple of them are nice, but two of them are extremely negative and from the same person in quick succession, <laughs> uh, which say something like extremely left biased views and, <laughs> climate addicts which was a term that i really liked and the other yeah. the other review just said worst podcast ever extremely yeah. left biased views um which so like, if you would like to give me drown a chuckle, that out in our feed yeah you that know, would be lovely all that would be a nice christmas gift literally anytime we have to do any kind of administrative stuff on, on the podcast <laughs> we see we, some guy being a dick <laughs> yeah so you know if you wanted to leave us a nice comment we'd appreciate it i mean no pressure you know but you could. Uh, I'm also, just you could do it. Go to Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Ospol Snackpod. Give us a dollar. Uh, we'll give you a show. And I think a bunch of our bonus episodes are like not very dated. Like you can listen back and get stuff from them. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I think that the um, Southland Tales episode is the very definition of evergreen content. That, <laughs> that episode is going to be relevant until the fucking heat death of the universe. People mm. are going to be looking back, you know, whatever sort of disembodied organisms exist beyond the edges of space-time are going to be watching Southland Tales being like, what the fuck happened here? And they'll listen to they'll our show and be like, man, feed. that's relatable. That's actually, wow, okay. I see that there's a lot of socio-political and material context for this film which helps me understand how it ended up being such a mess boy am i glad that i signed up for one us dollar a month um and you right. could be too <laughs> you could be just like those disembodied uh hyper evolved consciousnesses over on the over by on giving Patreon. us a dollar yeah so that brings us to the end of the show and our only segment for the week for this week's yeah. episode i think Let's play uh, that one sting. it's kind of kind of a shame i feel like i like our stings our audience like likes our stings, our stings. yeah why don't you just like put all of them as like an outro to the show just so people can like you know vibe out well i have you know on the, the our next patreon goal is a hundred patrons and mm. what we've promised that i will do is make an extended remix of the theme song if i do that and if i do do mm. that 
then you're going to put all of the other stuff. I'll make it a mashup of like, all of the stings. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous. You know, my favorite genre of music is mashups. So yeah, I do. That's awesome. I do. Yeah. yeah. If no one else appreciates it, you will. Yeah, I will. Sure. Yeah. But anyway. Now it's time for a pop game. Um, was, uh, how was 2020 for Bagel? Pretty good, actually, honestly. Like, uh, he got his nervous harness. People stopped trying to talk to us on the street. Uh, <laughs> just the other day, like literally yesterday, we turned a corner and saw a dog and I was like, oh shit, avoid. And then I was like, oh, it's the literally the only dog in Australia. There's one who lives in Scotland now, but the only dog in Australia <laughs> who it would be safe for Bagel to approach on leash. Uh, so we went up and they had a little sniff, which was really nice. So oh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's It's been a bit backwards and forwards. You know, his training's going slowly, but it's going, but it sort of depends on me having the effort to like do it so yeah mm. um yeah the the big thing is that we're hopefully going to sydney uh we're both gonna go up there and stay at my parents place um and he fucking well he loves being in sydney he loves being at my parents place they they go to him and he spoil him rotten being in the, the luggage compartment yeah pretty awful yeah so yeah it'd be a shit experience fuck yeah Ter- just terrifying yeah. Plus, yeah. like, it's in the same space as all of the other animals that are getting shipped. So, like, mm. he, that's, like, very triggering for him being around other anxious yeah. barking animals. So, you know. Ah, oh, jeez, poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, was, how was 2020 for, for Dumpy? Yeah, I mean, you know, he got a lot more FaceTime with us mm. at home. A lot mm. more just, like, passing scratches you know yeah yeah that makes sense when you yeah it's just you know you pass dante you give him a scratch and he's gonna leave him leave him there so he's getting like multiple more scratches a day than he would have Mm. otherwise been when holly and i were going into the office so i'd say that overall it's been a good year for him yeah Mm. i was walking in the other day and i don't know if this ever happens to you it doesn't have to be often with dante because like bagel he's reactive and so you need to be basically hyper vigilant a lot of the time Mm. It's not really, like, you can't really zone out and let your mind wander often. Yep. But there are days when Dante's, like, quite chill and his energy is good. And I will, you know, think yep. some thoughts while we're having a walk around. And uh, and I was just walking Dante and thinking, like, this is just such a nice experience. I'm out with my animal hmm. companion. The sun is shining. There's some trees, birds, you know. It's like, you know, I, I've got a little bit of time and space to just let my mind wander. What a nice experience. And I was thinking Hmm. about Dante's experience. Like, he's just, you know, he's out there having just a completely different experience of the world to Mm. me. You know, Mm. he's down there at ground level. He's interacting through the world primarily through smell. And also, and even though his sense of smell is so incredibly powerful, putting his nose literally physically on the things that he really wants to smell, which always strikes me as like, wouldn't that be the same as putting your ear up to the speaker at a rave or something like isn't that smelling too loud for you i think it's a bit you? more like picking up something and then like peering at it close you know like okay. if, if there's like well, clearly something it doesn't, like yeah it's not burning yeah. out the nostril receptors or anything no. <laughs> um i mean maybe they've already been burnt out that's why it needs to get up so close but anyway you know i was thinking hey, this is what an interesting uh experience to share with another being mm. you know we're both out here just we're doing our own thing, but we're together. Uh, and the whole time that I was thinking these sort of pseudo-philosophical thoughts, I was just carrying around a bag of his shit. And hmm. and I was like, 
I was like, yeah, that's uh, it. Really, just really brought me back to earth, you know. Yeah, it's like what a day. Uh, that's being a parent, you know. So there's a lot of shit involved. Um, <laughs> that's funny about the like different experience while walking because like that's definitely true. But the thing that always makes me one and listeners feel free to have already turned off the podcast. By the way, we're just you know giving you a little <laughs> bit of end of year holiday bonus pup content. But um, I always wonder on what level bagel enjoys his toys because mm. like his he, what he does to them is destroy them and i wonder if it's like doing a rubik's cube or like what's a human is it like reading a book or is it like tearing up a beer coaster while you're drinking a beer and that mm. kind of i think is probably the one that is closest in terms of like the sort of satisfaction he gets from yeah. it yeah but he's so it always strikes me as a very satisfying involved activity with it than that like that's a very absent thing to be doing whereas he's like fuck yes i'm destroying this thing right now but yeah seems nice yeah yeah all right well that might finish us up for the year um thank you all for listening thank you zach for a busy and fulfilling part of my life that that we've been doing yeah likewise it's been it's been lovely it's been a really great part of my week Mm. all year i mean I, this has really, really helped keep me leveled through lockdown, especially. Yeah. Because doing yeah. this show made me feel engaged and it served, was really like most of my social contact with other mm, humans yeah, was uh, with you as part of the Us show chatting. or with the people yeah. that we interviewed. Mm. Um, yeah, so it was lovely. Um, and thank you very much again, listener, for tuning in and spending this time with us. We really mm. appreciate it. Um and we'll catch you for the next official episode of Ozpol Snack Pod in the second week of January 2021, which I'm sure will just be a regular, fine, totally cool, normal year. That's what all That's signs what are pointing to, right? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We might have to shut the podcast down. There might not be any news. Which uh, you know, That's the it, dream. Yeah, it is. It is. It is the dream. Yeah. You know, we want to not have to, we want to not to have to exist, but. We'll see how we go. We'll take it as we comes, as it comes. All right. Peace out for 2020, everybody. Keep on Fuck. snacking in the free world. Cops, crunch, crunch. <laughs> Nailed it. Podcast professionals. Hey. Uh, okay, then.